This is 10 reasons why you can never lose your salvation once you're truly saved. Reason number one, when someone is born again, they also die to sin. These two things go hand in hand and it is exactly why once you're truly saved, you don't ever want to go back to your old life of living in sin. Sure, we keep struggling with certain sins, but we're being sanctified by the Holy Spirit every single day and we're being conformed to the image of Christ. Even the Apostle Paul reflected on this battle in Romans 7, 18 through 24. Reasons number two through four are that each person in the Trinity has a unique role in saving you and keeping you saved. In John 6 verse 44, we read that nobody can come to Christ unless the Father draws them. In Romans 8 verse 29, we realize that all those who are drawn to Christ and born again were predestined by the Father to be his brothers. In Hebrews 7 verse 25, we read that Christ is able to save completely those who come to him through the Father because he lives forever to intercede on their behalf. And we also know from John 6 verse 37 that all those whom the Father has chosen to give to the Son, he will keep. Last but not least, we're reassured in 2 Corinthians 1 verse 22 and Ephesians 1 verse 14 that the Holy Spirit we receive upon being born again is God's guarantee that he will deliver our inheritance, which is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Reason number five, in Ephesians 2, verse 8 through 9, it reminds us that we're saved by God's grace through faith, and that even our ability to believe is a gift from God shared out of his abundant mercy. What this means is that God is doing the work, and his work is something we can count on because it's always perfect. What it also means is that there's nothing we can do to interfere with his work. Just as Romans 8, verse 38 through 39 says, Absolutely nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Reason number six, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 3, we're reminded that no one can confess Jesus as Lord unless it is by the Holy Spirit. Our faith is not of our own doing, but an unfolding gift given freely by God so that we can see him and engage in a relationship with him. But if God responds to people's faith, and saves only those who show promise, then he is the most biased being in history. This is not what scripture teaches. Our God is a God of the living who raises the dead. It is to his glory that he can irresistibly and irreversibly change the human heart and bring us back from the death of sin. Reason number seven, hell. Now, whether you believe in a place of eternal torment or that the wicked and unsaved are annihilated at the end of the age, the truth is that when it's all said and done, billions will not be saved over the course of human history. With that in mind, the big question is this, what makes the difference between those who were saved and those who weren't? If it's whether they did something, even if it's having faith, salvation reduces to works and glory and full credit is robbed from God. But if the difference between these two groups is solely God's grace being shown to one and not the other, all credit and glory lie with God, 
just as the scripture teaches, because God shares his glory with no one. Reason number eight, the gospel is called good news for a reason. Unlike all the pagan religions and even several denominations of Christianity today, the difference between the true gospel and all of these religions is that God is doing the work of reconciliation. The outcome is not dependent on our own efforts or fragile human hearts. The early church martyrs who went through horrible trials did so because they had eternal security in their salvation. And that was the good news that gave them strength in the face of great tribulation. Regardless of their fears, anxiety, failures, and daily ups and downs, they knew that God was in control and would keep his promises. Reason number nine, 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 reminds us that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but one of power. In John 16 verse 8, that same spirit convicts believers of righteousness, that is, of their right standing in the eyes of God. What this means is that the Holy Spirit will remind you that as a believer, you're not condemned, but rather justified, because Christ's work on the cross is final and perfect. If you believe you can lose your salvation, you aren't letting the Holy Spirit convict your heart of Christ's perfect work to redeem you on the cross. Reason number 10. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 18 reminds us that the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. The truth is that if you and I could lose our salvation, we would. Those who believe these things are doubting scripture and doubting the power of God as sovereign. Hebrews 12 verse 2 tells us that Christ is the author and the finisher of our faith. And what that means is that once he chooses to reveal himself to you and replace your heart of stone with a believing heart of flesh, there's just no going back. Just like the Apostle Paul on the road to Damascus, our lives are irreversibly changed and we are brought from death back to life. And this is why you can never lose your salvation. If you enjoyed this and you want a deeper dive, make sure you check out my 10-part series on this topic where I really get into the Word and we see exactly why the Gospel is such good news. Until then, God bless.